on page 29 on Ois Gimel of the Mimer. And just to recap, Seif Bays was basically the second reason for the idea from where Rachmim, the feeling of mercy, comes from. It's from the Koyach Hergish. The fact that a person has empathy, is able to feel another person, what they're going through. And the reason for whatever they're going through, the, for the, the reason for the, feel, the feelings they're feeling of joy or sadness, he not only is he able to feel, feel the person, but even feel the reason for what that person is feeling. So somebody who has the ability to feel other people, this empathy, so when a person is going through whatever it is, if he's feeling joyful because of a personal joy, so that person automatically experiences the same joy that person is feeling, not just participating with their joy. So basically, the more the person has a koyach hergish's chush of um, empathy is developed, the more he will feel mercy for that person because he'll truly feel what he's going through. And we said that um, this is specifically when you're talking about the uh, another person, then you have truly real mercy on the other person, not on yourself, because on on itself, a person can always find reasons. And justifications why he deserves these yisurim that he's going through. A person has to be mifashbis from myself, investigate his deeds, and he'll find things that, why he deserves to be treated this way from Hashem. Hashem does not forego on the smallest uh, reward of a person, on the smallest also oinish um, that a person deserves. So for the person, his own yisurim that he's going through, there's always justifications, and automatically, therefore, you can't feel as much mercy and pity on himself, because that's his job, is to realize that, no, I have those reasons why I'm going through this, and therefore it makes sense, and therefore you don't feel so much mercy, pity on himself. Whereas on other people, that is not our job, not to find the bad things to justify the Yisurim, but rather to look at the good in the other person, and to try to to participate in their in their um, pain, not just that, the margish, what they're going through, to put yourself in their shoes and try to feel what they're going through. Um, so whoever feels the other person and what they're truly going through, that is a person that's able to feel true rachman. Whereas a person who doesn't feel the other person, it's as if that person doesn't even exist. As we see clearly with certain people, they don't have this teva of empathy to feel other people, and therefore they only are nice to other people when they need something from them. So they only have this; they only show this mercy only when they need something. Like a person, you can't say that when you, I need an animal to get up a mountain. It's like I'm showing the animal, befriending the animal. Obviously, it's not true. You just need it. So to this person, who doesn't have a teva of hargasha for another person, he doesn't know what he's truly missing, and he doesn't automatically feel mercy for that person. And it's as if the person doesn't exist. He only exists. He only takes space. He only has importance when the person needs him. And we said that this idea of, of, of Teva of Hargasha, to feel the empathy for another person, comes from Das. Because Das is Hergish, when you truly identify, when you, the ability to truly connect, to become one, to mischaber with whatever the subject is that you're trying to understand. So through Das, then you come to truly feel the thing. And then when you truly have this feel, this empathy, then you automatically have Rachman. So... Um, so basically, Yemidus Rachamim is Tali Behergish, which comes through Das. So there's two reasons for Rachamim. One is because of the Yeremimus, the more exalted, uplifted, removed the one who's having mercy is from the subject of the mercy. The more he's removed, the more he'll have mercy, because the more pitiful the person is in their in their eyes at that state. And the second reason is because of Hergish and Das, the ability to empathy, to feel on another person. So Gimel, Behine Shtei, Sibais Eilu, Dereimimus Hergish, Amavim, Yemidus Rachamim, 
So now these two reasons of Remimus of being removed and exalted, uplifted from the subject of the mercy, and also the second reason of Hergish, of empathy, which bring about, which bring to the feeling of mercy, they're actually opposite from each other, these two reasons, and they're essential ideas. Now, how does that make sense? How are they totally opposite? Because the idea of having empathy, of truly feeling what the person is going through, feeling that other person experiencing what they're going through, that is that shows upon a You're becoming closer to the person which you're having empathy for. That's what Hergish implies, that you are putting yourself in their shoes and you're actually feeling what they're going through. You're becoming closer and closer to them. Somebody who is truly removed and exalted, uplifted from people, he doesn't feel the other person. Only when a person is very close to that person and identifies with him and he becomes one with him, then he can truly feel what he's going through. So we already start to see that this idea of Rachmim, which comes because of Hergish, is coming because you're coming close to that person. Therefore, you're feeling them. Therefore, you have Rachmim for them. Whereas the other reason for mercy, being uplifted, removed from the person, it's Farkeret. You're truly removed from them, and therefore, you don't have this Kiruv, which brings about the feeling, the ability to feel that person, what they're going through. So we see that these two reasons for feeling mercy are actually opposite in their essential ideas. The Hergish is coming because of it's the Kiruv Erech, and therefore, since you're Kiruv to them, therefore, you feel them. Whereas the Havdullah, the Reimimus is Farkeret, you're totally far from them, and therefore you don't feel them. And Hergish, the, the ability to have empathy, to feel the other person, comes through Das, like we said, identifying with the person, totally, truly connecting with them, coming truly attached to them. Somebody who has Das, who's a Bar Das, who's somebody who has true Das, this ability to connect to people, to truly become one with them and put themselves in their shoes. That type of person, he does not uplift himself, remove himself from the other person. On the next page, on page 30, a person who has a bardas has this ability to identify with people and truly connect to them. On the contrary, he sees the maila of every person and he is able, he's, because he sees the maila of the person, he's able to learn from him. Like it says, who is a true wise person who learns from every person? Meaning, who is a bardas, a wise person, Somebody who is a truly wise person is able to learn from everybody. Why? Because he has das, he's a bar das, and which in a deeper sense means he has this ability to identify with people, to truly connect to them and relate to them and become truly close to them. So automatically he sees the mile of the person and he's able to learn from it because he's so, he's so close to them, he's able to truly relate to them and put himself in their shoes and therefore feel what their mile is and see what that person has, which I can learn from, which I don't have. So the hergish is coming through das, the ability to identify and truly connect to a person. And so somebody who truly has das, this ability to connect to people, he doesn't become removed from a person. He becomes so close to him so then he can see what I can learn from that person. That from every single adam, like the Chazal says, the diuk is called adam, as other, like there's other, a lot of different toyadim, other, other descriptions which would um, describe a person. Ish, Enish, Gever, etc. So Adam implies Adam Atem, like it says in Chazal say in this uh, verse, Adam Atem, Atem Krim, Adam. And specifically, the, the Jewish people are called Adam. So it's saying to be called Adam, but Adam Atem, Yeshli Islamit. Every single person, every single Jewish person who's called Adam, you should be able to learn from that person. 
But even though, so you do have to learn from every person. And who is the person who's able to learn from every person? Somebody who has a bardas, who has this ability to identify, to truly connect with people. But you have to be, like it says, you have to be a wise person. Meaning you can't just have this bardas, this ability to identify, connect with people. You have to be wise, meaning to be able to distinguish and see the good and the maila of the other person. Only through wisdom can you truly pinpoint the, the mailas of the person. Because somebody is a shaita, opposite of a chacham, a stupid, uh, unwise person. He's mabit rakala. He only sees the the not good of the person. Whereas a wise person who is able to, being that he's wise, he's able to find the good in every person. Um, he, therefore, he's able to find the good in every person. Because this wise person, he's a bardas, he has this, this ability to identify, to connect with people, so that brings about, it affects within him a kiruv, a certain feeling of closeness to the person, and therefore he feels whatever that person is missing, and he has mercy for him to fulfill whatever that person is missing. So that's the idea of the first, or the second reason which explained of Rachmim, which is coming from a das, which is coming from a hergish, ability to feel other people. Somebody who feels a person is close to them, and automatically, if he's a chacham, he's able to see the good in that person, and he's able to distinguish, you know, what is good, and he's able to truly, you have to be wise to find, to only focus on the good, because obviously, it's easy to, to see the bad, that's the natural state, the default of people, just to see negative in people. To be truly wise is to be, have the ability to find even the minute good within every person. But the only way, so then after you see that good, and how do you, how do you see the good, is first of all, you have to be a bardas. You have to have this ability to identify with people, to truly connect to them, to truly put yourself in their shoes. And then, when you have that ability to connect to people, and to create a kiruv, then you feel the person, and you have a natural mercy for that person. And you want to fulfill whatever they're missing. Whereas the idea of reimu was the, sec- the first idea which explained, which brings to mercy, this idea of being uplifted or exalted, removed from the person, that is fakert. It's a richuk It's when you are far from the person, totally removed from them. Like the king we were saying before, is totally removed from the people. And so here's the opposite, the truly diametric opposites here we see. Somebody who's truly removed from a person, from the subject, he does not feel that person. That's the whole, that's what, if, if he's removed from him, obviously he's totally exalted from that person. He's not going to be able to truly put himself in their shoes and feel them and to relate to them. So there we see the two, two opposites here. Hergish means you're of a kid of erech, and that's what brings you to feel their matzav and therefore have mercy on them. Whereas Remimus, uh, Abdullah, means you're a you're far from the person and therefore not able to feel them. And if somebody who, like you said earlier, somebody who doesn't feel that person, what they're going through, he's not able to also feel what they're missing, what they need. So if so, you can't feel that person and you can't feel what they need. How could there be drawn from this being totally removed from the, the subject? How could there be come from that a rachman, a feeling of mercy, um, because you're totally removed from them? Seemingly, if you're removed from them, you don't know what they need, you can't have mercy on them, you well, like we just said, mercy is coming from when you're feeling what that person's going through, therefore you feel how much they need, you feel what they need. Whereas if you're totally removed from them, you're not going to feel what they need, what they're missing. If you don't feel what they're missing, why do you have mercy? Why will you have mercy on them? So this is what we need to explain. Seemingly, this 
first reason of mercy being totally removed from the subjects, which we did explain earlier, the more removed the person is, the more that this person is pitiful and lowly and therefore deserves, deserves mercy. But now we're, starting, we're explaining that when do you have mercy on the person? When you truly know what they're going through and you truly connect to them and therefore realize what they're missing and therefore feel like you mercy, feel merciful that I want to help them in what they need and I want to give them what they need. But if you're totally removed from them, like this king of the, or, the, or the Sodom and like I said, the high ministers, they're so high, they're so disconnected, removed from people, they don't know what they truly need and therefore how can they truly have mercy and feel mercy for them? So now I get to the explanation of this contradiction. So the explanation is, the mercy which is drawn out on account of because of the removedness, the exaltedness of the menachim, doesn't come from the feeling of that other person's matzav, whereas the other rachim does stem from the hergish of the margish's zulasay. So the reason for this rachmim, which comes from the Reimimus, which comes from the person being exalted, uplifted, removed from the subject, is not because he feels the other person, what they're going through, what they're missing, therefore has rachmim for them. Rather, it's because of just a natural, ingrained thing that Reimimus brings to naturally a feeling of rachmim. Because it's ingrained within nature. Hashem implanted within human nature that the nature of somebody who is uplifted, who is very removed and very high and exalted above the regular people, to be drawn naturally to those who are lower than him, the, the lowly. Like we see in the natures of people, somebody who's exalted in his nature, um, somebody who's very exalted and uplifted, removed from people, naturally he's drawn to the poor people and to lowly people to help them and to do whatever he can to them for them. Whereas from the rich people and people who are more, you know, abundant, have more abundance in their life, he's more removed from them. He doesn't involve himself in their affairs. Whereas somebody who is poor and lowly, this is what the Meremim, the person who is exalted and above and um, uplifted, he specifically is interested in them. Just by his nature, by the very nature. Meaning to say, there are there is a type of mercy which comes from this feeling of being of somebody who being totally merimum uh, uplifted exalted removed but the mercy which is drawn which is comes as a result of being removed is different from the mercy which comes as a result of feeling of the empathy because the mercy the feeling of mercy which comes because of the empathy the Hergish is the reason for the rachim. The empathy is what brings to the feeling of mercy. You feel the person's matzav, you feel that they're missing something, and therefore you feel a mercy for them, that you want to help them fulfill whatever they're missing. Whereas the mercy, the feeling of mercy, which comes because of being removed and exalted, uplifted, it's not like in the other case that the hergish brings the rachim. Here the remus does not bring to the feeling of mercy. Like the in the other case, the hergish, the empathy is the reason for feeling merciful. Rather, the mercy in the case of a person who's benumum, who's uplifted and removed from people, the feeling of mercy comes because just a natural ingrained, um, naturally ingrained nature, basically, which Hashem implanted within people. Because Within nature, Hashem made it that it is the nature of somebody who is uplifted and removed to be drawn to, to be attracted to those who are lowly, Davke. 
So it's not the Rimbus which is directly bringing to the Rachmim, whereas in the case of Hergish, it is the Hergish directly bringing to the Rachmim. Here, in the case of uh, Rimimus, that Rimimus, Varkert, would lead to not being interested in, because you're not, there is no Kiruv Erech. So the Rimimus would, Varkert, would lead to being disinterested in the um, subjects, in the Shve, in the Anim, Shvelim, because they're so not involved in what, in what they're, uh, in what's happening in their life. Here, the person who's Merimim, the reason why he is Nimshach to the shuffle, he's attracted to the Shvelim, to these poor people, to the lowly, is because that's the nature of the Merimim. That's because it's Teva. It's what Hashem ingrained within the, the within humans. That's what it is. The Merimim is Nimshach to the, to the shuffle. Behind the Hefesh Merimim, who, so meaning to say that the difference between these two types of mercy is the Hergish, who Sibel Rachman. That the empathy is the reason for mercy, for the feeling of mercy for that person. Which is not the case when the person who is uplifted and removed from the subjects is just a natural ingrained, implanted thing within the nature of people. This is what Hashem implanted within the nature of people. That a person should be similar to what, how it is in the divine realms, in the godly, by Hashem. Just Hashem implanted. That's why Hashem created humans in His image. Many different explanations in that, but one of them, that Hashem made us and similar to how it is in the divine realms. So just like by Hashem, the Meroimum, Hashem was truly exalted, uplifted, removed, from the worlds and from all the creations is nimshach is automatically drawn to the lowly so too by a person Hashem implanted within people because he created people in his image that we are naturally drawn to the lowly but not because of the remus the remus is not the cause of the rachman whereas the hergish is the direct cause of the rachman here it's just the teva the teva is the cause that the remus brings to the rachman so how do we see this lamaila that by godliness by hashem there is this nature that hashem set up this basically um, he limited so to say himself he in a certain seer that his remus brings to shift uh, is attracted to shiftless Hashem is very exalted and he, he sees the lowly another, another verse Hashem I dwell in the exalted and the holy meaning removed from the creations but I specifically am interested in the broken-hearted and the lowly-spirited. And another verse, Hashem is close to those who are broken-hearted. And those who are um, broken-spirited, Hashem saves. So we see this is, the, this is what it is above. In, in Elikos, Hashem is specifically, who obviously is the most exalted, removed entity. He is truly removed from all of creation. He's unlimited and therefore truly removed from the limited creations, which all the creation is limited. And therefore, he is automatically drawn to the shuffle, the lowly creations, which all creations in Hashem's eyes are lowly. Therefore, he has for everything. So this is the nature that Hashem implanted within people, that the merimum is nimshach to the shuffle, because that how it, that's how it is also above. Hashem, so to say, put himself in a, shir, a certain framework that, he created because obviously this it didn't have to be this way it didn't have to be that uh, the a, a entity which is uplifted is naturally drawn to the lowly but this is the framework Hashem put, so to say put himself into that the that being that he is truly exalted over everything he has a natural attraction to the lowly so so too people have this also this nature that somebody who is uplifted and above people and removed from them has a natural attraction to the lowly but not because the remus the remus itself is not the direct cause of the Rachm in this case, whereas the Hergish, the empathy, is the direct cause for the Rachm. 
being that mercy, this feeling of mercy, comes on account of two reasons. The exalted, one reason being exalted, being uplifted, and the other is the feeling, the ability to feel other people, empathy. So being the, the feel, this feeling of Rachman comes from two different reasons, so we must say that there must be also a difference in the feeling of mercy which is produced from these two different reasons. The Rachman which comes on account of the uplifted, the being removed from the subjects, or the Rachman which comes on account of the empathy. Two causes must lead to two different expressions of this Rachman. So, now, what is the difference in this feeling of mercy for the two, which are produced from these two different reasons? So, at first glance, there is a, a you, would, you would think there's a place to say, it makes sense in intellect, logic, it's logical to say, that the difference between the, this drawing down of mercy to the creations, if it comes from one of these two reasons, or they're either from the empathy or from the nature of just somebody who's uplifted, exalted, is naturally drawn to the lowly. So what is the difference between this amshach of rachman, between these two reasons? The that the mercy, the feeling of mercy, which comes on account of empathy, can be drawn to somebody who is exalted, who is great, who is a on a high level, was uplifted, just like to somebody who is on a low level. Basically, if it's coming on account of your empathy, your ability to feel what that person is going through, so it doesn't matter how high, how rich the person is, and how what state in their life they're in, or how lowly they are, how poor they are, if you are able to feel what that person's going through, no matter how rich they are, if they're going through something, they, you're able to see what they are missing. And therefore, you have a rachim for them. Just like you can have a rachim for a poor person because you see what they're missing. It's just your ability to have empathy, to truly put yourself in somebody else's shoes is what produces your feeling of mercy. So therefore, it can apply to anybody. To a rich person, to a person who is born with a, you know, more of a yichus, so to say, Whatever his state, whatever is producing his his uplifted state, his seichel and his midas, etc., or a person who is poor, bedas, you're able to have mercy for both of them because you're able to connect them and f- truly feel what they're missing in their life or truly feel what their their joy, what they're going through. Whereas the mercy which comes on account of just the nature of somebody who is exalted to be drawn to the lowly, so that type of mercy, that feeling of mercy, will only be to somebody who is lowly. And it will not be drawn to somebody who is exalted and who is high, who is on a higher level. Because that's the nature of the Shem. It's the Shem by Lamaila, it's the Meremim is Nimshach to the Shuffle. So, too, by a person, only somebody who is Meremim, his mercy will only apply to somebody who is Shuffle, who's lowly, who's poor. Poor Badas or poor Bimani. That seems to be the difference in these two types of Rachim. The Rachim is drawn from two different Sibais, two reasons, therefore. The, that which they these reasons produce two types of rachim. What's the difference? Seemingly, in the first glance, that the mercy which comes because of empathy will be to any person, lowly or on a high level, whereas the mercy which comes on account of the nature of the merayim to the nimshach to the shuffle will be only to the shuffle and not to the not to the gadol. To inyan a hergish because the idea of this hergish, this idea of empathy, of the ability to feel somebody else what they're going through, that's general, meaning to say erfilt mit. He's able to totally feel what the other person is going through. So there's no difference what the other person, who the other person is. If he's uh, rich, if he's poor, etc. The fact that you're able to feel that person, you're able to feel their personal joys, you're able to feel their personal pains, therefore you'll have mercy for anybody. 
You'll feel, you'll be able to feel the lackings of the, of the great person, the rich person, <coughs> the more ex- uplifted person, refined person, just like you're able to feel the lackings of the, the lower person, the poor person, etc. Because even a godl, even somebody who is very uplifted, very great, very refined, whatever, whatever, whatever his godless is expressed in, but on his level, compared to his level, meaning compared to where he could be holding, he is still missing something. So even a, a usher is is missing something. There's always people that are richer than him, or usher badas, a talmud chacham. Always, he's, 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 there's always more that he can know, or more refined. He can refine his bidis even more. So obviously, there's it's a different type of chisarin, a more refined chisarin, but still it's a chisarin. So therefore, you could have because of this empathy, you could have rachman also to a god. And through the fact that this person has empathy and he feels what even the godl is missing, so automatically he's filled with a feeling of mercy and the feeling of wanting to fulfill what that even what that godl, that rich person, or that what that talmud chacham is missing. Whereas the mercy, the feeling of mercy, which comes on account of just the nature of the uplifted to be drawn to the to the lowly, so that type of mercy which comes, this would only apply to those who are lowly and small in their uh, level, in their stature, and not to those who be people who are greater, more uplifted in their stature, because that's the teva that Hashem ingrained within. Lamaila within the and also automatically within people that the Mareva is Nimshak to the So that's seemingly at first glance the difference between these two types of mercy which are drawn down for two different reasons, therefore must produce two different feelings of mercy. The Hergish is applying to anybody, Godl and Katan, and whereas the Mareimam Rahman, which comes from the Kitava Mareimam to be Nimshak the Shuffle, only applies to a shuffle and not to a Godl. But now Bam is saying they came, but in truth it's not so. Because on account of this idea of Remus, somebody who's truly uplifted and removed from the subjects, from people, or whatever, from the subjects of the mercy, is Nimsha Charachim Malak This mercy, this feeling of mercy that this person's name will have, will be to applying to people who are great in stature, as similar, just like people, it will be drawn to people who are smaller in stature. You can't say it in any other way at all. Because the type of mercy which is, comes from the nature of being uh, the nature of the uplifted person, or the uplifted entity, is a lot higher type of mercy, and a lot higher level from the rachmin, which comes just because of your ability to have empathy for that person. So, this is what we're going to explain now. How is it? Be, how can it be that this teva of the minimum to be nimshach to the shuffle to the lowly? Is drawn to the lowly and to the high equally. It stems from the, it comes from this fact that this rachman, this type of rachman, which comes from, which derives from the the meraimum, is on a lot higher level, spiritual level, or level within yourself, within a person, than the rachman, which just comes from your ability to feel the other person, what they're going through. The ain't because empathy is only a reason for your feeling of mercy. Whereas the Uremimus, this, this idea of the being exalted, uplifted, removed, it's not just an external reason for your feeling of mercy. Ki'im teva, it's a nature. which this, this nature, it's rooted in the highest levels of divinity. Um, like we said earlier, the same idea applies. And whatever is on a higher level, it's also more general, it includes more things. 
automatically it's understood that this type of mercy, which comes from this Teva, being that it's rooted in such a high level, it can include, it can be applied to the Gdolim, the greater in stature and the lower in stature. And a lot higher way than this feeling of mercy, which comes just on account of your empathy, which you have for somebody. So basically, just to summarize here, that the Reimimus, this, this Rachim, which comes from the Teva of the Reimim, to be Nimshach to the Shuffle, actually is applying to the Gdolim and Ketanim equally. You can't say it in any other way. Because Rachim, which comes from this nature of the Reimim, it stems from a lot higher level in divinity and within the soul from the Racham, which just becomes because of this reason of your ability to feel other people. Because your ability, your empathy is just a Siba Levad. It's just a reason. So you feel people. Therefore, you're able to relate to them and feel what they're missing. But the Reimimus, it's not a Siba. It's not a direct cause for this feeling of mercy. The Reimimus, like I said earlier, it should produce an opposite effect. You shouldn't feel the other person. You don't know what they're going through. Therefore, you shouldn't have mercy for them. So what is it then that causes this Reimimus to bring to Rachman? It's rather it's a nature which is basically a divine nature, which is deeply rooted in a very, very sublime level in godliness and also very deep within a person's soul. And we know that there's a klal in general, in Elikos and in klal in life, anything which is on a higher level and a more deep level, it's more abstract, it's less defined, less limited, therefore includes more, it's more of a general klal, it includes more things. And so therefore it's understood that this rachim, which comes from this teva, this divine nature, which is so deeply rooted in divinity, it's not limited at all. Therefore, it can it can include everything, both G'dayim and Ketanim, and in a lot higher level, in a lot higher way than the Rachman, which just comes because of this reason of the fact that you feel people, which is the direct cause for the Rachman. But that, that, that direct cause, the fact that you have empathy, is not as deeply rooted within the soul and within divinity as this idea, this Teva. This is a Teva, which is a divine nature, which Hashem set up within Himself, to be nimshach to the shuffle. So this teva is so deeply rooted, therefore it's so abstract, undefined, unlimited, that it can include everything altogether. Like we say, something which is a lot deeper, you know, a lot higher, it's less less defined, less limited, therefore it can include all different types together. It's above... Um, it's above, basically, compared to this high level of this teva of the rimimus to be nimshach to the shuffle, this teva is so high that the gadol and the katan are equal before him, just like before Hashem, the the um, the highest world of atzilus and asiya are totally equal. Even chachma, like it says, kulma chachma sisa, even the chachma of atzilus, the highest level of atzilus, is considered to before Hashem in his essence, just like an asiya gashmas, just like the physical physical lowest world. Because before Hashem, there are no differences. Everything is totally pales before Hashem's very essence, which is above all these definitions. So, so too, this level, this teva of the Rebbe must be nimshach to the shuffle, comes from such a high level, so abstract a level, that there are no definitions yet. And therefore, it's nimshach both to the gadol and the katan equally. Um, whereas this other rachim, which comes just because you're feeling your empathy, that's a more defined level within divinity and with all, within the person's self. A person, when you're talking about he has empathy, this is already in a lo- lower level within your soul, a lot more external level. So because of your empathy is so already limited, it's already defined, therefore it's not going to apply equally to everything. Um, in the same way, whereas this uh, Rachman, which comes from the Reimimus, will apply to everything equally. 
So the reason for this is to explain this more. Like I just said, that because of this Remus and Isnas, this uplifted um, entity. So even the highest, most elevated stature of a person or creation will be considered t- truly lowly and insignificant compared to this uh, Remus. Like I said, before Hashem's very essence, highest, lowest, before infinity, a million and one is totally equal. Before something which, because obviously a million is still a number, even though it's a huge number, whereas infinity is not a number. It's not within the realm, within the definition of numbers. So therefore, before Remus is Nasus, the greatest person, the greatest creation, the lowest creation are totally equal. Therefore, this level of mercy which comes to the Remus is nimsh is drawn equally, applies equally to everyone, every single creation. To the great, to the higher stature, to the lower stature, equally. Like we see in the the mercy that a king has. That a king, like we explained earlier, is totally exalted and removed even above all of his ministers. Even the highest ministers have the greatest connection to the king. He's totally uh, uh, uplifted, removed, exalted above them. Even the most respected, uh, highest stature ministers, they are like simple servants compared to him, compared to the king himself. Uh, so that's what we're saying here, that this, compared to this level of Rebimus, which from there is Nimshach, the Srachmim, even the highest level is considered like a cotton. So therefore everything, every entity compared to this level is Shaykh to have Rachmim, to have mercy upon it. Because everything, cotton and gadol, is equal compared to this level of rimus. Just like compared to the king, even the highest minister is just like, exactly like a simple servant compared to him. Because he's so exalted and so removed from the realm of the uh, regular people, even of the ministers. And this is what it says about a true king. When we're, we're speaking about here a king, we're speaking about obviously the Terah definition of a king. Not a king which only is chosen by people as to be the king, but rather a true king, according to Torah, is somebody who actually innate, innately, his soul, has a tendency, a leaning towards this characteristic of, of, of true kingship. And the king is somebody who's supposed to be, uh, connect the people directly to Hashem. He's supposed to be like an intermediary, a conduit, to bring these people to, tr- to do the rotten of Hashem and to just um, uplift them. To Hashem, the king. He's not supposed to be a person that has any um, yeshus, any feeling of self, which could interrupt this connection. So, this is what the type of king we're talking about here, which is truly exalted, even above the highest, and, and therefore the highest and the lowest ministers, and the highest and lowest, even the highest minister and the, and the most simple civilian is equal compared to the king. This is why we see in the pasuk we talked about a, a, a true king. Going to page 31 now. From his shoulders and above, he was higher than the whole nation. The entire nation. What does it mean from his shoulders and above? Interesting expression. Using his shoulders. From his shoulders and higher, he was higher than the whole nation. When it says his shoulders, according to Chesidus and Kabbalah, this refers to, the shoulders refer to the level of the intellect, how it interacts and how it goes down into and it influences the emotions. 
shichmai. That's the the shoulders, which is basically you see the intermediary. It's between the head, which is the brain, and the heart, the emotions. So therefore, the shechem, the shoulders, is basically where the intellect meets the emotions. It's the intellect how it goes into the emotions. Shehem bechlal amides, which basically this level of intellect, which goes into and clothes into, resides within the emotions, is basically an emotional state. It's not really an intellectual state because intellect is totally pure from any biases, from any feelings himself, whereas emotions are totally just about what I feel. So already here, when the emotion come into the midas, it's more of an intellectual, of a emotional state. Um, but it's how the the emotions are being imbued with the direction of intellect. So anyway, the shichmoi umayla gvoya from his shoulders, which is referring to the intellectual state where the meichin inter- interact with the midas, which is basically sorry an emotional state. He's he's totally higher than the rest of the nation. So when it says that the king is higher in his shoulders, the intent really is here that the even the emotions of the king are higher than the roish, than the head and the intellect of all of the nation, the entire nation together. So even the king's emotions are transcend or are totally higher than the the intellect of the rest of the nation. And all the more so if even the king's emotions are higher than the rest of the nation's intellect and all the more so that the king's intellect, his wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, all the different phases of it, stages of an intellect are on a lot higher level and totally um, transcend the rest of the nation's intellectual state. So we see the true king, not only is he kingly because people just chose him to be king and Farkert, it's because... It, his makeup, his soul, is on a totally transcending, totally sublime, a lot higher level than the regular people. And therefore, the mercy of this king is attracted both to the highest ministers, and just like he's attracted even to the most simple servants, because both of them are totally equal compared to the exalted stature level of the king. So seemingly, according to what we explained, that Hashem basically ingrained within the ta- within the nature of human beings, and because this is a divine nature, this quality that the merimam that a exalted, uplifted person or entity is naturally drawn to a lowly entity, a lowly person creation. That is the nature which Hashem ingrained within people. The Meroimim is Nimshach is attracted to the shuffle. Seemingly, according to that nature, then the mercy of the king should only be to the Avadim, to, to the simple servants, and not to these exalted uh, high ministers. Because these exalted ministers are not Shvelim, not lowly, and they're in and of themselves. Compared to the king, they are truly lowly, but they are um, not truly considered shvelim. But the answer, like we just said, is being that even the highest stature minister is considered as compared to just like a simple servant, compared to the exalted nature of the king, who the king, from his perspective, 
you could make the greatest minister into a very simple servant. So therefore the king, in his from his perspective, sees this true lowliness of this exalted uh, minister and therefore has real mercy upon him. Because from the king's perspective, everyone is truly equal and has is equally lowly before him. Um, because the exalted stature of the king, his emotional state is even higher than the intellectual state of the rest of the nation. And he has the ability at this very moment to take this highest minister and make him into the, take away all his riches, everything he has, and take away everything from him physically, and basically make him to the, the most poorest person in the whole kingdom. So therefore he sees, wow, how pity and how lowly even this greatest minister is. He has nothing. And therefore, he has equal amount of mercy upon him. So therefore, he is a shuffle. And therefore, this doesn't contradict this, this teva that Hashem ingrained within people that the exalted has a, nat- a natural attraction of mercy to the lowly. So according to this now, that we've explained in the true a definition of this type of mercy, of the Remus mercy, which is not because of the Remus, not direct cause of the mercies, the Remus, rather... It's the nature, which is the direct cause of the Remus to have mercy on the shuffle. Whereas the the Rachmim, the mercy which comes from the Hergish, from the empathy, is a direct cause for that for that feeling of mercy because of the Kirva Erech, the feeling of that person's Matzav. So according to this difference between the mercy, which comes on account of empathy, that there are different levels when it comes to this mercy, which is drawn down from basically your ability to feel what a person is going through, your empathy. And there's different, there's different darkness, there's different levels. That it's not because it's not comparable the lackings of somebody who is in a really low state to the lackings of somebody who's in a greater state. Even though everybody compared to their level has is truly lacking. Even the richest person compared to somebody who's richer than him is missing something, or the most rich person within his intellect. He still has much to grow and develop in his intellectual capacity. But still, it's not comparable how merciful and how pitiful the person who's in a truly lowly state, how much they deserve your mercy than the mercy which is deserved for the richest person within their mind. Obviously, the mercy is not as much for them when you compare the um, cotton to the gadol. Whereas mercy, the feeling of mercy which is comes on account of this exalted, removed entity, it truly applies to everyone equally. Because everyone, compared to this this Merumim state, is truly equal and has utter um, insign- is totally insignificant compared to that state. So therefore the Rachim, which is because of the Hergish, the empathy, changes according to the level of the person, the stature of the person. That's how much Rachim you'll feel for them. There's basically different levels of the Rachim, whereas the Rachim, which comes from the Remim state, is to everyone equally, because everyone compared to that level is truly equal. It's truly a shuffle. However, when this exalted entity, like the king, um, becomes engaged and involved to truly look into the teva saprat, the the goodness of each individual, like a king or somebody who's uh, ruling the whole who's conducting the affairs of the whole country, when that king looks into the specific problems of each individual, and he's trying to run his country and, the, you know, and take into, into account each individual person's welfare, um, 
and he's trying to the how to run his country properly. Then the drawing down of the mercy will be to each person according to his specific um, affairs, according to his specific level. The person who's rich doesn't deserve as much mercy as the person who's poor. So, but that's already after the king has lowered himself to engage and to truly sort of become, become enmeshed and involved in the individual people. And whereas when the king is in his exalted, exalted state, not looking into, not investigating each individual, not taking into account their, their states, their individual states, so then everyone is equal before him. But when the king, so to say, lowers himself, mitzams himself, so to say, you know, to truly become involved in each individual, then all of a sudden the differences between each individual become important. And therefore the rachm is nimshach uh, according to their levels. And that's almost like the rachm which comes hergish. And that state when the king goes down to truly become involved and to take on a certain kirva erich, become close to each the, his individual subjects, then the rachm is not nimshach because of the rimus. Then the rachm is nimshach because of the hergestach, because of the empathy, what he feels, what each person is going through. And therefore, just like we said before, the rachamim will therefore be different according to each individual state, each individual's level, their stature. So now you've explained this whole sif, that seemingly these two reasons for rachamim are opposite, diametrically opposite, and they're essential ideas, because the hergish is basically saying, because I feel I'm very close to you, and I feel what you're going through, I can understand what you're missing, what you're lacking, and therefore I have rachim for that. Whereas the Ramus is saying, I'm truly not, have a richoket, I'm very far from you and removed from you. And Davka, because of that, I have mercy for you. How does that make sense? It's because the cause for this mercy is not the Ramus. The cause is the nature. That that is the nature that Hashem was created, that man was created in the image of Hashem. Hashem is his natural, his nature is to have um, mercy for the shafal, the the lowly. So to a person that's created in the nature, the image of Hashem has that nature ingrained within him to have mercy upon the lowly. So seemingly the difference between these two types of mercy would be that the mercy which comes because of the hergish um, could apply to everyone equally, whereas the, mer- the mercy which comes with the ramus would only be to shafalim and not to people who are on a higher level. But the truth is, no, that this mercy which comes from the ramus it's on such it's on such a high level, on such a high source, so deeply rooted in godliness that according to compared to that level, the highest and the lowest are all equal. Just like compared to the king, the highest ministers are equal to the lowest ministers. He can make the most highest stature minister into a, a lowly, you know, pauper in one second. So therefore he sees the pity of everybody. Therefore, the difference truly is that when you when your rachim comes because of a hergish, the empathy, your ability to feel each person's individual matzav, the, the mercy will be different according to the, 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 how much the chisod the, the of every person. You'll have more mercy for the true pauper, whereas even though even the rich person also deserves mercy because he, he still thinks he's missing something, but it won't be as much mercy that is deserved to the pauper, the poor person. Whereas the rachim, which comes because of the remus, of like the kink, is equal no matter what the person's stature is. Because compared to the king's true uplifted uh, state, transcendent state, everyone is equal before him. But when the king lowers himself and gets into individual involved with each individual and the affairs of the state, then he starts basically he transforms into the rachim, which comes from the hergish. 
just to remind that this basically a whole explanation of Rachman came as a um, a deeper explanation to to get into basically we said Barachmecha, we said in the blessings of the Shema, we say with your essential abundant mercy, please have mercy upon us. Hashem. So what is this request referring to? Why are we asking for Hashem's essential mercy? And why we say abundant? And also, why do we request Hashem's mercy in the second blessing uh, before the Shema, which is already talking about Hashem's essential love for us, which seemingly from that essential love is automatically drawn down a mercy. So why do we need, why is there a need to request for that mercy at all in the second blessing? So then that's when we got into the basic idea of the, the root, the, the root in divinity for the, this level of Rachman is at a very lofty, sublime, divine level. And it comes because of two reasons, either because of Rememus or because of Hergish because of the uplifted, removed state of the entity having the Rachmim, or because of the hergish, because of the empathy that the sub, that the entity has for the subject. Explain the two, uh, these two ideas, and then we explain that they're opposite, but really um, the reason why they're opposite because the Rachmim is not the direct cause for the Rachmim, it's rather the Teva is the cause of the Rachmim, whereas in the hergish, the hergish is the direct cause of the Rachmim. And then we explain the difference between them because there are two different reasons for these Rachmim, Therefore, the rachim also must be different. The, the, the product of these two rachims, and it is different. If the rachim is because of the hergish, then it basically takes into account the individual state of each subject, and therefore the rachim is more for somebody who is on a lower level than somebody who is on a higher level. And whereas the rachim, which comes to the Ramus, like the king's rachim, is equal to everybody because everyone is truly equal in his eyes. Only when he lowers himself to get individually involved with the affairs of the state, then he starts to basically see each individual and therefore it gives different levels of rachim compared to um, the fi'erich where, where they're holding in their stature. Stop there in the uh, beginning of Sif Dal on page 31.